Hello Aries friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Aries February 2024 astrology horoscope forecast. This is for you if Aries is your sun sign, your moon sign, or your rising sign like me, or any other Aries placement that you're watching or listening for, what we're going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. If you're a very late degree Aries friend, so birthdays around April 15th through the rest of the sign, or Aries placements like 23 degrees to the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Taurus reports as your very late degree friends will benefit from both readings. Calling the theme of this month, activating destiny sequence, and I will tell, go into all the details why, plus give you as much information as possible to help you make the most of this magical time in this magical month and look out for the things to be aware of. If you're on the podcast, I have put the thumbnail as the chart so you can have a look at what I'm working from as well. This way you don't have to come over to YouTube to see that. If you're interested in seeing me work on the chart and point out things, I am doing that on YouTube this month. I haven't done it in a while, so I am going to go into detail and I'll jump back and forth between the slides that I have for my list of things to do and some other um, notes to keep me organized here. So let's start from the beginning of my list. We've got last bits of Capricorn energy. And there's a lot to talk about here. Usually we don't have so much Capricorn energy once it's February. So this is new, interesting, different. Um, it is really helpful to use this energy for tedious projects like taxes, organizing, getting things done. Because once the energies move fully into Aquarius and meet Pluto in the sun there, it's going to be very distracting and things will be more on a mental level. It might be harder to take action, even though this is an amazing month all month for taking action. And Aries is really good at that. You may find you get wrapped up in the thought process more, the more these Capricorn energies move into Aquarius. So make the most of the energies in January and early February to do these tedious tasks that need discipline and organization, set your systems in place for the year, and you will not be sorry, okay? Because we've got months, many months ahead of distracting um, aspects or d distracting transits, and this will be very helpful to you. Second thing to know is that these Capricorn energies lingering are still lighting up your 10th house of work, career, and employment. They do put a pressure point on Aries, which means that you might have some work to do to pull some things through for your work world. Um, this doesn't have to be a bad thing. This can be just the pressure of birthing a new project or the pressure of getting something done. Um, but there is a pressure point there and it does relate to the um, father figures in your life, authority figures in your life, or your work world. If you're not employed or don't want to be employed, this can have to do with your passion projects or your relationship with father and authority figures. But we've got a little bit more of that going on. All right, the next thing on my list, and this is... Part of the activation of this destiny sequence, which is very much ruled by the eclipses that are going to be starting soon, we're in eclipse season again, we'll get to that, and of course Aries is in the hot seat for those, but I see these six Aquarian placements as part of the kickoff for this, um, you know, activating of your destiny sequence because of a lot of reasons, which we'll get into. So first of all, let's lay the groundwork here. Venus, Mars, Mercury, that start out the month in Capricorn will all move into Aquarius. They will meet Pluto and the sun there. Also on February 9th, we'll have that full moon at 20 degrees of Aquarius. That'll be the sixth placement, all crowding the 11th house. So let's take this layer by layer. The 11th house is the house of your big dreams. Okay, so you've got 
talk about activation of your destiny sequence. If your destiny sequence has anything to do with your big dreams in this world, you can see why I'm relating it here. Venus rules money, love, romance. Mars rules oomph, ambition, which should be very strong at this time. Mercury rules information and education and communication. Pluto rules birth, death, transformation, and rebirth. We're starting a you know, multiple decade cycle of Pluto activating this 11th house for us really bringing transformation in our relationship with AI, with technology, with genius ideas, with community, with online projects. And all of those things are activated in the short term from all of these personal planets, you know, the sun, the moon, Mercury, and Mars. The sun is elucidating this space. So the house of friendships, networking, all of that is being brought to another level. You will have opportunities to solve any problem in your life through the power of community, through the power of networking, through the power of friendship in groups, and lending your voice to a greater cause. You also may find opportunities for your unique individual projects by doing these networking um, things online or in person. These can be for money or financial reasons. These can be for passion project reasons. These can be for romantic reasons, either way around it genius, Aquarian, futuristic, random, sudden, possibly erratic energies are all at play here. Good news is that these make a nice angle for Aries. So all of these six placements are making the angle of opportunity for us. Angle of opportunity means you have to take action, which is perfect because all of this month we have all open stars. So let's talk about this a little bit. We've got two levels of open stars. So first, let me just define open stars. When I say open stars, I mean free from retrograde energies. Usually I'm talking about the personal planets that go retrograde, Venus, Mars, Mercury, because when those are retrograde or in their shadow period, retrograde being when they're at a phase in their orbit that look like they're going backwards in the sky from our perspective on Earth, they create mischief and madness involving our appliances and our electronics and our relationships and they pull the rugs up and everything goes flying around of things we swept under the rug. And that energy really lends itself to inward and backward kind of going over things from the past. But that time is not this time. So as of the end of January, January 21st, we open into this beautiful period of open stars, the first of 2024, one of the few of 2024. If you want my whole February 2024, um, astrological tides calendar, go to anniehelpsyou.com, scroll down till you see the secret star portal. And I have the, you know, my 2024 report for that in there. But I can give you this piece. Now, if you want to make a big commitment, engagements, weddings, big plans, big commitments, launches out into the world of things you want to go far and wide, big purchases, big sales, big moves. February is an amazing month because it's in this window of January 21st through March 20th. If you want to supercharge that energy even more, wait till the 27th of January, when not only the personal planets will be going direct, but also the outer planets. So as of the 27th, we'll have Pluto, Saturn, Neptune, Jupiter, Uranus, all also going direct. It's rare that this happens. And it's not super, super rare, meaning like every 500 years or anything, but you know, it's not our common experience. Most of the time we have one or more of the outer planets retrograde because they're retrograde for, you know, anywhere from four to six months a year and finding a time when it's all open is rare. So 
January 27th through May 2nd, the outer planets will all be going direct. But as of March 20th, the personal planets will be going back into their retrograde thing. So for launches, I suggest you use January 27th through March 20th to get the oomph of both of these open star transits for your big things. If you just imagine that when you start something new, that's a birth date that has a birth chart and it's in effect for the whole time of its journey of the the journey of the project, just like we have our birth chart in effect for our whole journey. So if you want to birth something that has these wide open forward moving stars that can go as far as wide and wide as possible, this is a really good time to do important things. I like to use the analogy you know, um, a spider weaving a web in the retrograde time, it's time to sit in your web and wait to have food come to you, not try to conjure or make anything happen. Time of the direct energies, February, all of it is a time to actively try to make things happen, not making yourself crazy or spinning your wheels, but hopefully aligning with synchronicity and intuition to guide your actions. It's a time to take the bull by the horns, um, and to do things and to, you know, really, use this active energy, which Aries is really good at. This is the type of star sequence that Aries lives for, right? Because we love to be able to just be in our flow and move forward without all of these obstacles. So you'll have a lot of chances to do that. And that can really help you activate this star, you know, your destiny sequence. We're going to go into that more. All right. So we talked about the six Aquarian placements. Oh, by the way, on February 9th, the full moon in Aquarius that is making that nice angle for you. That will be especially relevant for you if you have degrees between 15 and 25. So like April 5th through April 15th, the closer to around April 10th, the more you get a kiss from that placement. Open stars, take your actions, really open stars, make the most of it because we do have Mars, our ruler going into retrograde later in the year with a long shadow period. And we're not going to be super motivated or very productive, mostly, or other people won't be cooperative when we're trying to get things done at that time. So we want to make the most of these energies. All right, we've got to talk about the eclipses again. So let's go right into this. Aries got into the hot seat starting last spring or fall for you all down under 2023. This Aries Libra eclipse cycle goes from early 2023 to early 2025. In the fall of October-ish 2023 in that time frame, we had the conclusion of the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle, and now we're just working with the Libra Aries eclipse cycle. Okay, here are the dates. Lunar eclipse at five degrees of Libra, March 25th. Solar eclipse at 19 degrees of Aries, April 8th. Many of you are going to have the question, Annie, if those eclipses are in March and April, why the heck are you talking about them in February? I can answer that super easily. Eclipse season starts four to six weeks before the actual eclipses, putting all of February into the season and dripping out into all of May. You may also see manifestations in between these times, but for the most part, December and January was a time when these storylines were more unconscious or more undercover or more in the background. If you imagine this pot of manifestation in between the eclipse season, so like December and January, it's got this very low heat, not much is happening, not a lot of bubbling or boiling. In February, the heat starts to come up and it starts rumbling and bumbling around. So the chance for more news, manifestation, events, information from these me versus we eclipse polarities that have to do with Aries and Libra start bubbling up in February. March and April, they're bubbling over, steaming all over the place. And then the heat gets turned down a bit in May 
And then it sort of phases out back into the backdrop until, you know, later in the year when we'll have them bubble up into the consciousness again. A little um, framework to understand how these may manifest. First of all, just look at last year. Changes in your relationships, your autonomy, your individuality, um, different chapters closing and opening, hellos and goodbyes in those sectors, things with your health or your physical wellness. Think back to 2013 to 2015 when this happened before. Think back to 2004 to 2006. And if you were around, think back to 1995 to 1997. All of those are years that this eclipse cycle happened. And you may have seen important themes where you established your empowerment at those times. I remember between 1995 and 1997, I left the house, graduated from college. Things like that are a big deal. 2004 to 2006, in 2013, 2015, I know I had big moves. Um, very far distances and a lot of big activities of meeting new people and beginnings and endings of relationships. You probably found the same. So, you know, you can think back and use that as a framework. If you had something terrible happen, then it doesn't mean that it will happen again. Okay. The same stars are not present now as were in those times. This is just one layer of the themes that were going on. But Aries is very much in the hot seat for transformation. These are karmic tie ups or, or tie what's the word? Clear ups. The nodes in the chart relate to our karma and our dharma. The transiting north and south node are moving along the ecliptic where these eclipses happen. And they're telling the story of our genetic karma, our soul karma, good pieces of karma coming out to our consciousness, bad things being learned through to the other side our dharma, our highest expression this lifetime. So when I say activating destiny sequence, that's what I mean by this. Your highest expression in this lifetime is going to have a chance to be activated by not only this eclipse sequence, but this whole two-year eclipse cycle storyline. And it has to do with balancing relationship with your relationship with yourself, improving your relationship with your body, seeing your sacred body temple as housing God's stuff, this is the truth. We have the benevolent creator's essence forming the, you know, the essence of our being. And so honoring our bodies and taking care of ourselves physically and honoring ourselves in relationship and honoring our partners and our other people we're in relationship with, getting to a new level of healing, anger, and resentment and moving forward with positive um, potentials. That's what this energy is all about. So you'll see lots of changes. The eclipses are not only happening in the sign of Aries and Libra. For Aries, they happen in the houses of Aries and Libra. This is reiterating the polarity of me versus we. Big changes ahead for us. Okay, so definitely look out. And if you're close to those, um, you know, 19 degrees or 5 degrees, so we'll say between 0 and 10 degrees or between 14 and 24 degrees, you know, you're very much in the hot seat. Those correspond with the birthdays, let's see, zero to 10 degrees. Those are going to be the March born Aries. And then the 14 to 24 degrees, that's going to be like April 4th through 14th, the closer to around the 9th. So, you know, those two groupings, you're most likely to see major drama and change, positive, negative, whatever, the whole gamut. But if you don't have an Aries placement in that grouping, the change is still available. Um, 
You may have to look a little bit more to see how it's acting on your subconscious space and bubbling out into your conscious space. But those, you know, we're all in the hot seat, really. Nobody's getting out of it. Okay, so I'm going to give you a couple more dates here. Just know that if you're a person that likes the dates, we do have more sweet aspects compared to salty ones this month. If you want to know all of my sweet and salty date list, the ones to be awareful and careful of, my favorite dates of the month, plus a written um, summary of the month, go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, put your email address and name in there. I do not spam you. I send out astrology education and things that you will love to follow if you're a follower of astrology to make the most of the story potentials. But I will give you a couple of dates here and you can find my February 2024 astrology write-up that will go out at the end of February. When you go to, um, when you sign up, you'll get a welcome letter, which may go to spam or social folders, and there will be an archive link there if it's after the end of December. Okay, so watch out for February 8th and 16th. We've got squares with the planet Uranus. Uranus is ruling this month with all those Aquarian placements. They're ruled by Uranus. Aquarius is ruled by Uranus. So suddenness, erratic behavior. Um, you know, this is a very electric energy. This is a very electric month. Watch out around electric, basically. Don't clean your toaster up and if it's plugged in kind of stuff. You know, there's going to be um, on an energetic level, a lot of jostling could bring anxiety and erratic behavior from yourself or others. These transits will pass quickly. Um, first, they'll square, it'll square the sun on the 8th and the mercury on the 16th. Jostling news can come in. Whatever happens can turn out to be a good thing, but the suddenness of it can make you feel like you were struck by lightning. And definitely be careful of being actually struck by lightning because this does happen to people. Um, and the electric times are, you know, increasing those odds. On the flip side, this energy can help shock you out of a pattern that might need changing. So it could turn out to be a good thing, but it's definitely a pressure challenged point. We've got our yay alert for the days around February 7th and 13th. Oh, and remember, when I say February 8th and 16th, it's the days around those days too. It's not just the days on because, you know, the manifestation period isn't just isolated to one day. So the days around February 7th through 13th, we've got two nice aspects with Venus, the ruler of love and sustenance and comfort and beauty and relationships and finances. On the 7th, we've got a nice trine with Uranus. So happy surprises can come in the money and love sector, boosts the self-esteem. February 13th, if you celebrate Valentine's Day, this is a beautiful, dreamy, romantic, intuitive, artistic energy in the days around the 13th. Nice for private personal pursuits, nice for romantic getaways, nice for popping the question. This is a really great month for important steps like that, and these days are extra beautiful. If you love how I teach and you want to learn, see my free astrology education at AnnieHelpsYou.com. Sign up for my free VIP um, community. You can see my secret star portal that has my February 20, or not, has my full 2024 astrological tides calendar. So you can plan your big things for the year. If you want to go deeper, you can take my astrology basics and beyond course, which teaches you the six steps of reading charts. If you want to go deeper than that, you can take my astrology certification course. It's called becoming a professional astrologer mastery course, but you don't have to want to do it professionally to utilize this course to help you and your friends and family with the magic of astrology, the science of it, learn your own art, your intuition is what I'd like to focus on. If you think I put a lot into my free resources, you should see what I put into that course. So you can see it all at AnnieHelpsYou.com. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.